listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. One of the things that um, weighs heavily on my mind, uh, living in this world, living in this particular world system, when we read God's Word, the Bible, we discover that the Lord is trying to teach us how to live in this world system and how to be victorious in the midst of it. Not, you know, like expecting that it's only going to be when you get to heaven that you'll ever have any peace or joy or love or, or whatever. So the critical challenge for people like me and perhaps yourself is this. When you're, a, when you're being very perceptive about the chaos that is going on all around you, and when you have the ability to see what many people, if not the majority of people, can't seem to see, that can be a kind of weighing down process if you allow it, because you're absorbing uh, what we could call heavy information. You're absorbing a lot of heavy information. And if you don't balance that heavy information out with inputs that are <clears throat> uh, uplifting, peaceful, uh, building you up in various ways, if you don't take care to be balanced, and if all you're doing is focusing on, yeah, it's real, there's no question about that what you're focusing on is real, but it has to be balanced with what the Bible instructs us uh, to allow the Lord to put into our lives, our inner being. So we're going to cover a number of these things in relationship to the, the chaos that indeed is going on all around us. You know, one of the things that the Lord teaches us in the Word of God is that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, for many people like myself, I've often uh, just glossed over that verse uh, and never really locked into the, the full uh, riches of its meaning. It's not like just some trite uh, Allmark greeting card statement, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. That's basically how I kind of perceived it for years. But that's not really the proper way to perceive it. The proper way to perceive God's Word, for example, when God tells us, the joy of the Lord is my strength, is that that statement has to be connected to a deep, deep wellspring of the rivers of living water, the Spirit of God, the Word of God, and God himself. It's not just a, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's not just a throwaway statement. It is life itself. <clears throat> and so we have to um, seek the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit and meditate on the Word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to open up the deep truths of his Word. So when the Word of God says, the joy of the Lord is my strength, what that means is that when we allow the supernatural joy of the Holy Spirit, which, by the way, is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, one of the primary fruits of the Holy Spirit is joy, love, joy, peace, and there are other fruits of the Holy Spirit. So what God is talking about is not like just human joy, human psychological joy, which is basically based on or contingent upon uh, what good or bad is happening in your physical reality. And if there are enough good things in your physical reality, then you can have uh, what could be called psychological joy. But that joy is always dependent upon the outward circumstances. So unfortunately, in life, at least in this temporary world that we live in, the, the circumstances surrounding us are not always uh, going to produce psychological joy. And so it's interesting that God teaches us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, what he's trying to teach us in that is that the way we overcome the spiritual battles, the, the way we can experience true joy, even in the middle of adverse circumstances, 
or negative realities. The Lord is teaching us that even in the middle of the spiritual battle, we can walk a victorious life. We can possess spiritual victory. And the way spiritual victory is produced is that when we allow the Holy Spirit to infill us, when we allow the Word of God to renew our minds, then the joy of the Lord begins to bear fruit in our lives. And, uh, you know, I didn't used to know anything about fruit trees, etc. But now that the number of fruit trees that I've planted have grown considerably, and they're now starting to bear fruit, you know, it's, it's interesting how God speaks to us through, through nature. And so if you take care of the fruit tree, if you give it enough water, if you allow it to be exposed to sunlight, if you attempt to protect it from really extreme temperatures, basically freezing cold temperatures, and again, if you water the fruit tree, by taking care of the fruit tree, you will begin to notice that the fruit tree grows taller and stronger uh, rather quickly, and that the quality of the fruit of the fruit tree is based on, is it getting enough water? Is it getting the, the proper nutrition in the soil? Is it getting the proper amount of sunlight? And so on and so forth. And so if it is, and if you're taking care of it, then the fruit tree will bear fruit that's large, uh, that tastes good, that is appealing to look at in terms of its color and stuff. In other words, the fruit of the fruit tree, if you properly take care of the fruit tree, uh, is healthy. <clears throat> it's something that's good for you. And another thing that a lot of people don't believe, but I happen to believe it because it's based on scientific research, is this. When you come in relatively close proximity with trees that you've planted, uh, fruit trees or not, trees that you've planted, certain kinds of flowers or bushes, usually when you come into physical proximity with things that you've planted in a garden, your very presence in the garden that you've planted, remember, your very presence contains the following, it's a scientific fact. You are, and I am, and every person is, a being living in this physical world reality. But we are actually composed of electromagnetic frequencies, EMF. Now, EMF can be good, it can be life-giving, it can be healing, it can be replenishing, it can be restoring, it can cure people of disease. But electromagnetic frequencies used carelessly or developed out of the lust for greed and financial gain, scientists already know from a numerical study of specific electromagnetic frequencies which frequencies build, heal, strengthen people, create peace, sanity, things of that nature, and which electromagnetic frequencies create psychological destruction, uh, physical disease states, or in some cases, if you go all the way, things like directed energy weapons uh, and other frequencies, even frequencies from 5G, can be very bad for your health and your mind, and they make you your immune system weaken and make you susceptible to disease. So an electromagnetic frequency is simply a scientific part of the way God created our reality. But like many things in our reality, there's, there are good electromagnetic frequencies and there are bad electromagnetic frequencies. So the point is that when, you know, this isn't in the, in the old hippie days, in the counterculture days, which may or may not have been before or after your time, but one of the words that everybody used to use uh, in the counterculture days was vibes. The hippies were always talking about vibes, which simply meant what kind of vibrations are you putting out 
Now, the hippies didn't have a real deep understanding of things like electromagnetic frequencies, but they were sensitive to the concept of vibes or vibrations, and that people and places and environments and stuff actually generate a vibrational force that you can sense in your body, spirit, and mind. And that's what the hippies were talking about. So vibes, if you're around somebody who's good and decent and loving and caring and kind, that person usually emanates good vibes or good vibrations. If you're around somebody who's totally self-centered, greedy, uh, evil, uh, dark spiritually, that person generates from within themselves uh, vibes or vibrations, which, you know, if you're sensitive to the vibes or vibrations, you can feel the evil and the spiritual darkness in the vibes that they're generating. So as crazy as it all sounds, you know, with the hippies and the drugs and stuff, and, and probably it was the relationship between the usage of psychedelic drugs that made the hippies more attuned to the reality of actual vibrational forces. Now, my book, uh, Power From On High, <clears throat> doesn't deal with this hippie thing, just this area, but it deals with the entire counterculture and the whole rejection by the hippie counterculture uh, from Western, uh, Western scientific methods, which are good in many cases, but in many cases they, they make the scientists biased against the reality of things that they can't understand, like vibes or vibrations. And I talk about that and connect it to directed energy weapons and good vibrations, healing vibrations, and then negative disease-producing vibrations in my book, Power From One Eye. So in the late 1800s, in the early 1900s, there was the beginning of what some people call electrical medicine or energetic medicine. And there were a, a, a variety of scientists and engineers and medical researchers who began to study and research the effect of specific electromagnetic frequencies on the human body, both good and bad. And they term, determined that certain electromagnetic frequencies at specific uh, numbers, so each frequency you know, has a different numerical coding, okay? So what these early researchers began to discover is that certain electromagnetic frequencies, when they came in contact with human beings, could cause mental confusion, insanity, hyperanxiety, sickness, disease, fatigue, uh, lower your immune system, and actually produce specific types of diseases. And so the people who were the breakthrough scientists thinking outside of the box, and one of these guys' name was Rife, and he created all the Rife frequencies, and there were many others who got into electrical medicine. Uh, and uh, this wasn't all, you know, mumbo-jumbo. Many people got healed through some of their techniques. And I remember reading uh, uh, the account of a German scientist, the German lady, uh, who she, she was so advanced in her, her scientific research that she actually won uh, a Nobel Prize for her research and discoveries in the field of, of you know, conquering bacteria, sickness, disease, and, and related discoveries. So she, won, she was very acclaimed, and so she won a, a Nobel Prize for her research, and she was that, that, that forced the other doctors to respect her. But then she got into uh, specific electrical frequencies and the relationship between sickness and disease and how strong your immune system is with your exposure <clears throat> to specific electromagnetic frequencies. And so she would do all kinds of things that would cause uh, electrons to move through the human body. And she would, uh, she even made recipes uh, 
that you know you use certain ingredients that she recommends and then you follow her recipe strictly and so if you have like cottage cheese and I don't know I don't know if I can remember everything in the recipe but cottage cheese uh, virgin olive oil um, then like chopped celery and another green leafy vegetable and you mix this together uh, along with uh, squeezing a lemon and, and having the drops of a, of a lemon uh, go into the cottage cheese. I don't know what she called the name of the food, but it was a cottage cheese type of dish. And it, it, it's, it was very rich, but it tasted good. And the point is, though, that she created that recipe and many other recipes. So what that cottage cheese recipe that she created did was it it caused there to be a free flowing of the healing electricity that existed in that combination of foods for her recipe and it caused uh, electrons that were healing to to flow through the body at an amplified intensity after people would eat this cottage cheese recipe and she had numerous other uh, recipes now you know, kids in, in scientific experiments in, in grade school, you know, they make uh, artificial batteries and stuff by mixing water with lemons, lemon juice or salt and stuff, and it actually becomes an electrical generator. So these people, including the lady that I just referenced, they developed all kinds of healing technologies that would expose people to healing electromagnetic frequencies or foods that would amplify the healing electromagnetic frequencies uh, in your body. And there were many other scientists that got involved in this. And, and some of the governments around the world did not like what these scientists were doing, and they were not thrilled with all the healings that were occurring. So in many cases, they would break down the doors to the laboratories or offices of these scientists steal all their research notes and experimental notes, steal all their technology, and then outlaw it so the public couldn't use it because apparently they were threatened by the power of this alternative uh, medicine, uh, and so they tried. They have tried to suppress it. Now, a point is that. The reality is that eating certain foods in certain combinations, and of course with a recipe like the one I shared with you, uh, you have to have, you don't have to, but, but it's far healthier if you use organic foods and organic vegetables or whatever. So by eating certain foods, you are strengthening your body. Uh, and what's activating the strengthening of your body, the enhancing of your immune system, is the specific electromagnetic frequencies that are being accelerated in your body. And so people were healed of cancers and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and this stuff is spread around the world. Now, there's a lot of nutty imitators. There are a lot of charlatans who, who you know, they, they're pretending that they sell this technology. But in reality, they didn't follow the instructions properly. And so you have to be very careful which direction you go in because, you know, as that old saying goes, let the buyer beware. You need to be discerning. Okay, so the point is that, you know, our medical establishment has largely ignored all these alternative medical fields which are producing amazing healing and curing results. And at the same time, we see that on the dark side spiritually, on the evil side spiritually, we, we're seeing that the development by militaries and, and governments around the world, they have pressed into the area of directed energy weapons, which is using electromagnetic frequencies, certain numerical electromagnetic frequencies, and other energy forms. And they've weaponized them, 
and they're using them. I mean, you can look around the world and look at certain events that have happened, and you can surmise or estimate that it's very possible <clears throat> that a directed energy uh, weapon was used. So there's the harnessing of electromagnetic frequencies for evil, for killing, for, for, for advancing the purposes of Satan. But that doesn't mean that good electromagnetic frequencies uh, can't benefit you in amazing ways. And so one of the things that, you know, there's so many medical breakthroughs going on right now, <clears throat> even though much of the information is suppressed uh, by the mainstream media. And, and it doesn't get to the public. If you hunt around uh, for reliable sources, there's tons of information on the positive healing benefits of certain electromagnetic frequencies. So another thing that we, we know is that electromagnetic frequencies have everything to do with how your mind operates, your emotional state, whether you're happy, sad, or anxious and depressed. Uh, each numerical electromagnetic frequency or frequency ranges produces a different state of consciousness in the human mind or activates certain uh, hormones or biochemicals in the human mind. So, for example, there is a particular pain-killing hormone and biological chemical that can be produced in the human body naturally, and they're called beta-endorphins. And beta-endorphins are produced when your mind enters the numerical brainwave state that is called a beta state of consciousness. And beta states of consciousness um, are a particular frequency range. And when your mind, or when you're exposed uh, through your ears or however you're exposed to certain electromagnetic frequencies, depending upon what numerical range they're in, <clears throat> they can be dialed up to uh, generate beta endorphins. And beta endorphins produce a natural high, a natural euphoria, a natural pain-killing state of consciousness. And then there are other frequency ranges that you can do to produce serotonin. And serotonin is essentially a happy biochemical. And then you have uh, oxytocin. Now, I'm not talking about the drugs uh, and the addiction on the streets. I'm talking about oxytocin being an essential chemical that your body can produce. And mothers produce a lot of it. So when a mother breastfeeds her baby, her baby is getting high amounts of oxytocin. The mother is being bathed in high amounts of oxytocin. And oxytocin uh, creates a state of consciousness of joy, euphoria, peace, love, completeness, well-being, happiness. All of these things are produced by this bio biochemical. And when, when people, quote, fall in love, that also produces high levels of oxytocin. And many of the same chemicals that are produced in a mother when she is breastfeeding her child, they are released in the human body when people fall in love and experience other things. And these natural chemicals and hormones that can be produced by the human body are very, very powerful. Um, and when your mind is in a certain electromagnetic frequency or you're experiencing certain events, are able to enter into certain emotional states, it turns switches on. For example, the, the chemical uh, dopamine that your body can naturally produce. Dopamine is a chemical and hormone that produces a high state of motivation. Uh, if you drink coffee, you're getting a dopamine hit. Dopamine makes you think clearly, goal-oriented. It's a, a, a motivational uh, chemical. And yeah, you can produce it by drinking coffee, but you can also produce it 
by certain states of, of the mind, electromagnetic frequencies that produce dopamine. So there's a whole range of uh, psychiatric, psychological uh, transformations that can happen based on chemicals in your body being released by your state of mind, being released by specific electromagnetic frequencies. And these things can help conquer and overcome and cure disease. They can give people uh, freedom from depression and anxiety. I mean, they're very powerful when taken in the right combinations or taken intelligently and, and manufactured by somebody who has some integrity. So I wanted to just break that open because, because of the fact that you and I live in a fallen world. And so even at its best, this fallen world can present all of us with challenges, difficulties, and other things which um, can cause all kinds of negative things to happen, like sickness, disease, depression, downward spirals, etc., etc. And so by acquiring knowledge, knowledge gives us power, and by learning uh, what tools are available to us, we, we are not supposed to be remaining passive. We're supposed to actively participate in curing ourselves. Now, prayer is obviously the most powerful healer. Jesus Christ is the great physician. But just because prayer is a powerful healer, and Jesus Christ is the great physician, doesn't mean that you can abuse your body. And by abusing your body, I'm talking about when you deprive your body of essential nutrients, or what are called micronutrients. And when you deprive your brain of its ability and your body of its ability to develop what they call neuroplasticity, that essentially means making sure your brain is malleable, that it's shapeable. Your brain, your brain should not be physically like cement between your ears. Your brain should not be so hard that um, it, it's not changeable. One of the biggest breakthroughs in science has been in the area of neuroplasticity, because neuroplasticity is the science of neurological responses and neurological chemicals or brain chemicals or brain responses that are impacted by things like what you eat, what essential nutrients are you getting or not getting, what, what toxins or drugs or medications are you taking that may be robbing you of the essential chemicals you need so that your brain is flexible and malleable. Because what scientists have discovered is that the goal is to make sure your brain is malleable, uh, that it is flexible, not just, you know, just so you can run around and have a malleable or flexible brain, but things like the prevention of Alzheimer's, the prevention of dementia, the healing of anxiety and depression, all kinds of mental challenges, uh, all kinds of mental breakthroughs and victories, you can either gain and win and be victorious in the spiritual battle for your mind, or you can be in the retreat mode, the defeat mode regarding your mind. And a key principle that scientists are now teaching us is that if we will take care of our brains, like making sure your brain is oxygenated with proper amount of exercise, making sure you have uh, enough of the healthy, uh, good uh, oils, like omega-3 oils, because if you are ingesting the proper amount of omega-3 oils or oils from certain vegetables, like the avocado, um, that creates a malleable or flexible brain. If you don't have enough omega-3 oils uh, that are good for you, you um, are making your brain brittle, brittle, uh, brittle, non-flexible, non-malleable. So what scientists have found out is there's a direct relationship between your state of mind, your mood, happiness, memory, uh, the health of your brain, 
how fire, uh, how fast the electrical impulses travel through your brain, and um, how healthy your brain is. You know, your memory, your critical thinking skills, the ability to have a natural state of joy and peace of mind. All of those things scientists tell us now are directly related to how malleable your brain is, or another way of putting it is the neuroplasticity, you know, coming from the word plastic, plastic is usually a bendable material versus like metal, which is unbendable. So the human brain, your brain, my brain, the goal is to make it flexible and so it has the capacity to change because that way the brain can be transformed and changed when it's exposed to knowledge and wisdom and all kinds of things. So another uh, critical area we're going to get into, because I want to expose this. This is, this is vitally important. God wants you not to be overcome by negative emotions, negative feelings, negative thoughts, because if you just fixate or lock in on everything that's negative and doom and gloom and and despairing, if you're just like constantly focused in on that, and you're not making sure that you're you're walking in a state of balance, uh, it's going to negatively affect many areas of your life, and the Lord doesn't want that for you. So you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report on Paul McGuire. Be sure to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Stand with us as we are spreading the truth and spreading the Word of God. That's how you change our nation. That's how you change our culture. And I ask that each one of you who benefit from this program and would like to see this program expanded, that you would um, pray and ask the Lord what you can donate, what you contribute, uh, what you can give financially. And then whatever God tells you to do, humbly obey Him, and then trust God that He will meet your needs. It's all about surrendering our lives to Jesus Christ and obeying the Lord Jesus Christ and acquiring the wisdom that we need, not only from his word, but wisdom that is valid and applicable in other areas of life. So be sure to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Again, thank you very much for uh, signing up to our e-blast list, uh, following, liking, signing on to our various social media pages. You, your Willingness to sign up or follow or like or to join our various social media and uh, e blast lists, etc. All of that combined, you're helping us de defeat the adversary <clears throat> of reading where they manipulate your numbers so they can try to suppress your voice and suppress your influence. And they have been doing that to, to truth tellers for quite some time now. So anyone who's attempting to communicate the truth is going to be opposed. And you can strengthen that individual or that ministry's uh, ability to overcome opposition when you take positive steps to break their rigging system, where they manipulate the numbers. And, and one powerful way to do that is when you physically sign on and like and follow our e-blast list, our social media, etc., because that breaks the control away from the bots and the artificial intelligence, which certain people are targeted, and they want to suppress that individual's voice. So, you know, this is a team effort. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. We'll be back in just a second. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. So you and I living in this earth are involved in a great spiritual war. And so we have to be careful that we balance our lives so that we can be sustained for, for the long run, you know, like long distance runners versus short distance runners. And we have to be careful that we don't focus so much on the very real. I'm not saying it isn't real. It's very real. But none of us, uh, whether it's real or not, none of us were created to carry the entire world on our shoulders and 
that that's the God's job. We do what we can do. We can't do, none of us can do everything. So you have to make sure that there's enough balance in your life and that you find sources of input, uh, the Word of God, prayer, other things, uh, so that you're, you're, you're building yourself up. And so that's vital. Now, um, so our society as a whole and our world as a whole, because it's a fallen world, is basically in the control of people that are greedy. And so a lot of the things that we see happen in our society uh, don't promote the well-being of the public. So, for example, our food supply is absolutely horrible. Our food supply is filled with toxins, bad chemicals, no, no, hardly any nutritional value, uh, no, no source of proper vitamins and micronutrients and minerals, etc. Our water supply is polluted and, and filled with chemicals, and our food supply. It's not just uh, the lack of vitamins. The food supply itself, the, the, the ridiculous amount of chemicals and additives that are put in ice cream and, and pizzas and whatever. So when we're consuming food that is basically not good for us, and we're consuming food that, that is almost 100% genet- made out of genetically modified organisms, we are poisoning ourselves and we are lowering, lowering our immune systems. So. The way we win the battle is we have to stop that. Because you see, when you're eating GMO food, and that's just about all the food you can get, unless you're making an effort to deliberately find and hunt for sources of uh, non-GMO food, and it has to be certified and by, by credible agencies. So non-GMO food is what's good for you. The GMO food contains all kinds of powerful toxins. One is glyphosate, uh, which is the same chemical compound, I believe, that's in the weed killer Roundup. Now, if you're eating your breads and your cereals and your foods and your fruit and vegetables, and they've all been genetically modified, and they have, um, then you have, in addition to that, those all the genetically modified food is packed with that dangerous chemical that they use in weed killer. And on a global level, I've read a couple of scientific reports where they're saying that that's the, the, the trigger point, that's the starting point for just about every disease. Now, this is, this is in, in the perception of certain doctors. But so many of the diseases that are commonplace, these doctors said, most likely have their origination point with the fact that the population is consuming food uh, made out of genetically modified organisms, which contains that chemical and weed killer. And, and that breaks down the immune system. It also creates inflammation. Inflammation is like, is like key to so many health challenges. You know, when you're suffering from pain and arthritis and autoimmune diseases and all kinds of diseases, insomnia and lack of clarity of your thoughts or depression, all kinds of stuff. A whole wide range of illnesses and maladies come from the fact that you're eating genetically modified food. And one of the primary components in genetically modified food is this chemical they use as, as a very toxic weed killer. So you've got a population of young children being poisoned. There's no way you can walk around feeling good, being pain-free, being joyful. I mean, I think back on my own diet, and I've always, like, like as a hobby, I began to research. Years ago, I began to, as a hobby, just research stuff on nutrition and vitamins and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't do it, like, in a very intense manner, but I started it. But I look back at my diet, even after I knew a lot of stuff. 
I don't know. I didn't didn't know nearly what I know now. But back then, when I was just starting to learn, man, I think of. I mean, I practically lived out of this one because I was doing this radio show, commuting 180 miles a day round trip. This was the Paul McGuire show, the nationally syndicated Paul McGuire show. So, I mean, I was driving three of my kids to three different schools every morning and picking them up in the evening. <clears throat> and uh, I began to go to this fast food place because they always had, you know, you could have a Coke, uh, a cheeseburger and fries. And this is, of course, a famous fast food restaurant. But that's like what I was eating. It was like nutritionally, like pure garbage. So for years, I would consume on a regular before. Thank God I, I tried to compensate with, you know, eating lots of blueberries and taking vitamins. So I, it wasn't a total disaster, but it was not good. And uh, I began to eat all this garbage, and it, it catches up with you. It catches up with you. And I think of, and I, and all the time when I was eating all of this garbage, I was also, though, uh, eating healthy foods. Unfortunately, I was eating GMO foods. Uh, but I was, as best I could, I was eating healthy foods and concerned about vitamins and minerals and certain things like that. So I was doing a lot of things right, but it, did, it wasn't enough. And, and then I would look at the diets of friends and people that I know, and I thought my diet was bad, and believe me, it was bad. In light of what I know now, my diet was like criminal. So, um, but when I look at people I know or friends and people like that, I look at their diets and they're, they're, they're profoundly worse than my diet. And my diet was horrible. So you're going to find that you can't experience the joy, the well-being, the energy, and everything else that you need to, to, to survive and thrive, if you will, unless you have knowledge, and it's not hard to get, but you've got to get it from credible sources. I cannot tell you the, the avalanche of liars when it comes to all kinds of nutritional advice and genetically modified foods and everything else. The amount of lies and propaganda is staggering. You've got to maneuver yourself around that and find credible, reliable, truthful people that know what they're talking about. Because it could be a matter of life or death. So what happens is these giant food corporations, it's amazing how, how many conglomerates of giant corporations rule over us in, in, in a dictatorial manner. And in a manner that, that by any realistic appraisal of or claim of having integrity, of, of being a truthful person, a loving person, a caring person. You can, you can tell me differently all day long, but many of these conglomerates of major corporations, the, the highest level management, like the CEO, the CEO, the, the, the top level people, not only concerning the products they make, the services they sell, what they promote, what they what they control, you know, the big food industry, big pharma. I mean, you go down the list. The communications industry pumping out 5G, which is very very bad for your brain and your body. In fact, I haven't been able to verify it. So I uh, let me just underscore that what I'm about to share with you, I have not yet verified. So don't 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 say that. Don't spread it around saying that it's true. I think it is but I haven't been able to verify it. Supposedly, in Russia, Putin uh, uh, issued uh, a law which banned all 5G transmitters. So according to this report, Putin issued a law or an order which effectively banned all 5G transmitters. And it's, you know, 5G transmitters are being promoted like it's heaven on earth by American corporations. So his purpose in, in banning all 5G transmitters was that it was his opinion and the opinion of, of his scientists that these 5G transmitters would destroy the health and potentially kill off millions and millions of Russians. 
so that 5G was actually such a serious threat, he outlawed it. And then he was also concerned that 5G towers uh, could be could be easily weaponized with the flick of a switch, and 5G towers weaponized or or ramped up to 6G can essentially become like death ray machines and and generate specific numerical electromagnetic frequencies that can kill people, that can cause disease, that can cause insanity, that can cause people to black out, have heart attacks. I mean, the range of potential destructions from 5G technology technology is just astronomical. So according to this report, Putin ordered that all 5G be stopped and taken down because he wanted to protect his people for a number of reasons. One, it was the military reason. And some big hotshot developer was, uh, there, there was a, it's a relatively large area in Russia where it's kind of a upper class or even wealthier area. It's an area where a lot of wealthy people uh, with nice homes live. And um, this developer, after Putin outlawed all 5G uh, transmitters, to be gone in Russia. This developer is is selling uh, satellite television, Wi-Fi, and cell phone, and computer laptop communications to all the people that live in this wealthy area. And when when the Russian government, the people you know checking up on people, came by, they asked to see the papers, the specifications, and they wanted to inspect what this hotshot developer what he was actually putting in this wealthy area. Was he putting in 4G or lower, which was allowable and legal? Or was he trying to break the law and put in 5G cell towers? And then he would have been guilty. And I don't know what the penalty in Russia is for selling 5G or building 5G in a neighborhood or a city or whatever. It is a stiff penalty. Anyway, this hotshot developer was very arrogant and lied to the guards and lied to the inspectors in Russia. And then, then he just—they just asked him point blank, you know, are you using 5G? And he said no, and he would never do it. And then, then the guy was arrogant, and so they—they they, the developer made sure that all his 5G towers were hidden from the inspectors, and the developer locked up with a lock and toll gates the 5G technology he was concealing from the Russian government. Anyway. One of the Russian guards and, and inspectors, the guy said he forgot his key, and the guy says, well, I have a key, and he holds up a big bolt cutter. He takes the bolt cutter to the giant fenced-in area and breaks the, the lock, and the Russian inspectors go in, and they see that all the, the cell towers that are being installed in this wealthy area, they're all 5G. And not only that, when they go and inspect the cell tower locations, Every single one of them were made to be uh, working with 5G transmitters and 5G technology. So this guy was going to put in a huge amount of 5G cell towers in Russia, but he was going to basically defy the orders of Putin and the Russian government. And uh, again, I haven't verified this because it's, you'll know in a minute, why it's very hard to verify. But apparently, the developer and some of his key people that were physically there trying to defy the Russian government, somehow it got to Putin. And Putin ordered uh, his soldiers to kill uh, this developer and the developers that were with him who were defying the order and building 5G. And, And the point is that Putin considered the installation or non installation of 5G cell towers of such a vital importance from a military standpoint, protecting the Russian people from being zapped to death, uh, getting diseases, etc. And you know, there once you put in a 5G cell tower in a neighborhood, okay, its ability to be externally controlled, you can you can generate all kinds. You can generate from an enormous frequency range on 5G, and you can dial it up to any numerical frequency, you know, killing frequencies, 
disease frequencies, then, you know, frequencies that facilitate the transmission of information, uh, positive frequencies. But the point is, it is such an overwhelming, this is all being hid from the American public, but this is such an overwhelming, 5G is such an overwhelmingly powerful technology that, uh, according to this report, Putin outlawed it. Now, think about that for a moment. Why would our government attempt to promote it? Again, this is continual assault by these large globalist corporations. And you add up, you know, so, so many of their interactions with the American public function as kind of an assault on the very lives of the American public. So anyway, while you're processing and dealing with all of this stuff, you, you know, you, you have to maintain your own sanity. You have to be renewing your mind with the Word of God. You have to be in prayer. You have to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then you have to take care of your body, soul, and spirit. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you've got to make sure that you're putting in the right nutrients. Because, you know, you've got to take steps to actively build your immune system. Because there's so much technology, so many chemicals, so much genetic engineering going on, which is actually harming immune systems. So you've got to be proactive. And that's that, by the way, is wisdom. Okay, so I mentioned micronutrients a bunch of times and numerous medical studies uh, over the last number of decades have revealed that the vast majority of the people in America, children, older people, middle-aged people, younger people, whatever, the vast majority of people in America, are their diet has made them very deficient of critical things you need to build up your immune system, such as uh, micronutrients. And, you know, the FDA has some ridiculous, ridiculous uh, percentages of, of, of basic vitamins like vitamin C, vitamin D, etc., on your average vitamin bottle. But, but your body really needs, in addition to the basic vitamins, it needs at least these 27 micronutrients. Now, I think at the present moment, medical science has determined that there are 27 micronutrients. But that, that they could add to that or whatever. But that's probably a good place to begin. So your body, the human body, needs 27 micronutrients. So if we take, for example, all plants or most plants, there are seven micronutrients in plants. And then you you got to say, well, how do I determine precisely what uh, a micronutrient is? I mean, what, what are the micronutrients, and why are they important? Well, there's many reasons for that. But if you, don't, if you are depleted in micronutrients, this is the point, you're going to be more susceptible to, to disease and numerous other problems. Okay, so let's look at some micronutrients, vitamins. These you're probably familiar with, like vitamin C, vitamin B3, niacin, vitamin B5, uh, vitamin B1, thiamine, vitamin B2, riboflavin, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, very important, folic acid, biotin, beta carotene, vitamin D3, vitamin E. Now, these are just like the basic vitamins and very, very important. But then, in order to survive and be healthy, you need the full amount of micronutrients. So, for example, in the category of minerals, magnesium, calcium, potassium, phosphorus. Then you have trace elements like zinc, manganese, copper, selenium, chromium, uh, amino acids, taurine, lysine, proline, arginine, carnitine, L-cysteine. Um, this is like just part of all the nutrients that, that your body needs. I mean. Uh, things like selenium, uh, and selenium is so vital uh, 
for for the prevention or or healing of, of certain disease diseases. So this is critical to to have this in your diet, or if you're going to take supplements, uh, to take them uh, ones that are of uh, sufficiently high quality that your body will absorb them. Now you know I'm not a doctor or a medical doctor. I don't claim to be. I'm, I'm not even uh, an alternative health professional. Professional. I don't claim to be. I'm just a person like you who has learned uh, things over the years. And you know, I was I was thinking about some of the topics that I, that I've been researching lately, uh, especially the the Maui Lahaina fire. You can call it that. And having been there so many times, walking around there on those streets and, and recognizing it, and then looking at uh, certain satellite photographs and videos and satellite videos of, of what happened, that people and buildings and houses and, and pets were like incinerated. And, you know, you do research, and, and, and unfortunately, you have to cover these things because these things are real and you can't you can't ignore them um, but you have to make sure that you 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 are walking in uh, in an effort to be balanced and, and that means you have to balance all the negative input that that you unfortunately have to be responsible enough to actually deal with it you can't just suppress everything so you have to balance the negative input with positive input and first and foremost, that has to do with your relationship with Jesus Christ and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ taught us in his word that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So the joy of the Lord is something that's produced by the Holy Spirit. It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit, as is love and peace. is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, peace, and joy, among others, are fruits of the Holy Spirit. So when we abide in Jesus Christ and he abides in us, it's just like taking care of the fruit trees that I was talking about earlier in the program. You know, I abide, and, and I'm not talking about like crazy hippie talk, you know, worshiping Mother Earth. That's not what I'm talking about. But when you are like taking care of uh, fruit trees and making sure they have enough water and proper soil and sunlight and just your physical presence being there causes them to grow. Well, in a similar manner, when you're abiding in the Lord and you choose to allow him to abide in you, which is just saying walking in a personal relationship with the Lord and reading his word and praying, when you do that, the fruits of the Spirit automatically come forward in your life, like love, joy, peace. It just automatically is produced in your life when you are receiving the right spiritual nutrients, like the Word of God, prayer, and having a close relationship with Jesus Christ. So the point is that it's interesting that the Word of God says the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's interesting that the word strength is used because strength is usually related to things like a conflict, a physical battle, uh, overcoming obstacles. Um, Strong usually involves, you know, which guy, which team, which army is stronger, because the one that's stronger is going to conquer the other one. So it conveys a battle term strength. And so what God is saying is that one of the most important things that will give you victory in your life is winning the spiritual battle, being filled with the Holy Spirit. and then. One of the fruits of the Spirit is, of course, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So when the supernatural joy of God produced by the Holy Spirit in your heart is allowed to fill you, you will find that joy comes into your life automatically. And that even though you may be in the world and not of it, even though you have to uh, be aware of what's happening and, and guard yourself against certain things, you can't allow the sum total of all that negativity and confusion and spiritual darkness to steal from you your spiritual, biological vitality. And that, of course, goes hand in hand with not only the spiritual principles, but remember, 
Jesus Christ is Lord of all of life, not just the spiritual world. So God created. Who was it that created all the micronutrients? Notice that that micronutrients were created by God. So when Adam and Eve were managing the Garden of Eden, they had all kinds of fruits and vegetables. Um, and they were packed with the right amount of micronutrients, which produce that biological life force that keeps people healthy and alive, etc. So it's not something that you can ignore. If all you're doing is eating junk food and you don't have micronutrients and other things, you are going to lose your strength. In the same way, if you don't walk in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you will find that you are losing your strength. And so the operative word is that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so as I was dealing with the research on directed energy weapons and what happened in Maui and stuff, you know, let's be honest, this stuff can weigh on you at a certain point. And, and none of us is immune from that. So I just wanted to offer some biblically-based principles uh, that we all, including myself, that we all need to adhere to so that we can be victorious in all forms of spiritual warfare and living in this fallen world, because it is a fallen world. All right, God bless you. This is your brother in Christ. Again, I need your prayers. We are, have been and we are on the front lines of the spiritual battle for our nation. and. That's not easy, and you don't hear me complain. But I need you to back me up with your intercessory prayer warfare, your, your prayers for me, my family, and those associated with this ministry, because I'm standing where I'm standing for you. I'm not standing for personal gain. I'm not standing for me. If I was to tell you and show you all the things that go on in my life and this ministry, it would be painfully obvious to you that Paul McGuire is doing this because God called him to do it, and God is strengthening him. This is, I did not pick the easy path. I can't. It's not, there's nothing noble about me, and there's nothing special about me. It's just the way God created me, that I can't, I can't just take the easy path, the safe path, the, the path of pretending I don't see what's happening in our nation. You know, if I'm going to go around telling people I love Jesus, people expect you, when you tell people that you love Jesus, they're expecting, whether they say it or not, that, they're, that you're going to exhibit love towards them. So we need to all remind ourselves of this fact. When we tell people that God loves them, and we tell people that we love Jesus, they may not say anything, but they're thinking inside of themselves, well, if that's really true, then you're going to love me and accept me. If that's true, what you said about loving Jesus, then you're going to love others. You see, they, they do the math, and that's why people are one to Christ or alienated from Christianity. So I do what I do because God called me to do it, and he has given me, by the power of the Holy Spirit, an inner compulsion. I don't generate the desire by myself. God literally fires up, if you will, it's a bad term maybe, today's discussion. But God energizes me so that I have a, a passionate desire produced by the power of the Holy Spirit to do the things that I'm doing. A lot of people could not do what I'm doing. It's not, I'm not trying to brag, because they would crack after a certain period of time. But I do what I'm doing. It's not out of, well, me. I'm doing what I'm doing for you for your children and grandchildren, for you and your loved ones and your spouse or whoever or whatever, and I'm doing what I'm doing for my children and those people that I know and love and uh, those people who contact our ministry and stuff, I'm, I'm doing it not for me. That's not even part of the equation. I'm doing it out of love. That is my motivation. I can't stand by and look at people being destroyed through myriad ways, and simply do nothing about it. That's not the way God built me. So I want to thank you for your partnership. I want to thank you for your belief in me. And I want to thank you for your continued prayers and standing with me and breaking the rigging against us by signing up for our e-blast lists, our social media pages, and stuff like that. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Be 
Be sure to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Mm-hmm.